G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. You all pretend to hate Liverpool, but you'll want the song. At the end. It is 26 minutes away from 9 o'clock. Let's talk the English Premier League out of the UK. Guy McRae joins me. Guy, good evening. Welcome. Good morning. Hey, great to speak to you again, Mark. How are you? Yeah, I could I could hear you singing down the phone. <laughs> oh, it's one of the iconic, uh, one of the cultural sporting anthems, isn't it? I mean, whether you uh, whether you think of your boys, uh, Liverpool and everything, I mean, that that's I mean, it's the, the standout anthem, isn't it? In uh, One of the standout anthems in world sport, you know, in terms of its significance, its meaning, right? Mm. Uh, Brendan Rodgers, did he save his job at Leicester with that 4-0 victory over Forrest this morning? Was that a turning point in their season? Um, yeah, I mean, they'll hope so, Mark. I think I was impressed with them. Uh, Forrest have got problems. Uh, to be honest, they brought in, what is it, 20? I've, I've lost count. 21, 22 players. Um, Steve Cooper's a good manager. He's struggling to get all of them to gel, not surprisingly, uh, at the moment. Yeah, I was impressed with Leicester. I was impressed with James Madison. I know you know you and I have talked about this before on the programme around it. Um, this, this, this midfielder, I mean, he's excellent in terms of what he brings to the team. I mean, he's owning it now uh, for Leicester. If they are going to go on a revival, he's key to that. Uh, I think he's key as well going forward, my personal view. Uh, internationally uh, as well. I, I, I can't see personally, there's a lot of talk here in uh, in England at the moment about whether Madison should get in England's World Cup squad. Um, can't see why there wouldn't be a place for him at the moment. The form he's in, he was excellent, to be honest, Mark, last night. Two goals and assists, ran the game, uh, didn't allow Forrest into it at all. And as you say, key for Brendan Rodgers as well, that he continues uh, to perform. Because there's no question there's talent in that Leicester team. Uh, they're still... They're still a bit dodgy defensively, uh, but no question they've got goals going forward. And, uh, hey, they showed that last night in the 4-0 win. Mm, OK, I do want to bring up Spurs-Arsenal. I know it's the great rivalry. You're a hardcore Spurs fan. I mean, Liverpool get off to some terrible starts and concede goals. But Spurs, what goes on in the first 30 minutes in your team? Uh, oh, I, I, Mark, I, I don't know, honestly. I'm still reeling from this. Uh, at the weekend, uh, so much talk going into that. Uh, I just... Spurs fans wanted a performance uh, there on Saturday at Arsenal. Knew that Arsenal were going to be pumped up. Everything that's gone on uh, in recent months between the teams as well. But the, these poor starts, you just can't... Antonio Conte will know about that. You can't keep uh, trying to respond from those slow starts to the match. And then the second half, even worse, uh, if anything, those first 10 minutes. Uh, and you just... At that level, the English Premier League, you can't give yourself those kind of mountains to climb, if you like. Uh, you know goal deficits already having got back into the game Hugo Lloris terrible error lack of pressing pretty disappointing uh it's going to be interesting Spurs are back in action of course tonight in the uh in the UEFA Champions League uh going to going to look for a reaction there at Eintracht Frankfurt from Spurs because I thought I thought it was pretty disappointing uh to be honest on Saturday from them uh if truth be told Let's talk about Manchester City. Um, Erling Haaland, we've talked, well, we've, we've sort of chatted via social media around this guy. I mean, he's an mm. absolute freak. He's 22 years of age. He is just a monster. Sometimes you get a player that comes along and changes a game. We saw Michael Jordan in basketball. Uh, yeah. You know, we've seen it with Tiger Woods in rugby here. We had a guy by Michael Jones. They take that position, they just put a different spin on it, and it creates a, an evolution. Are we seeing that with this guy? How do you stop him? 
Extremely good question. I mean, Man United had no answer on uh, on Sunday to it. Uh, I think everyone's still scratching around, and he can do everything. Uh, frankly, he's a he's a unit, uh, as we say here. I'm, I'm sure you say in New Zealand as well in terms of his physicality. Uh, he's an extremely technically good footballer. The thing for me, Mark, is he doesn't even need to play full matches uh, to have an influence. His his conversion rate in terms of touches is frankly ridiculous. And it's also interesting for me in a wider sense to look at him heralding, if you like, a return perhaps in the game towards a traditional centre forward. You know, the, those that you and I grew up watching, people watched, you know, in the past, traditional centre forwards who got into the box and finished off chances. But he's so much more than that as well. I mean, he got an assist. Uh, in the 6-3 win on Sunday as well. Um, very difficult, uh, in short. I think people are still looking around uh, uh, for that answer. The, the quality of service, obviously, he's getting at that football club at Manchester City. Let's have a word for that. Kevin De Bruyne, Bernardo Silva, Ilkay Gundogan. I mean, it's not exactly like he's, uh, he's not getting decent chances there, but his game is so well-rounded. And as I say, the, the biggest problem is you can mark him out of a game. You feel like he's not in it in the game and you just he pops up with one chance one touch and he can change a game get himself on the score sheet and that's clearly that's an, an amazing quality to have okay we've got champions league tomorrow morning new zealand time we've got my mob liverpool taking on scott scottish rangers i'd imagine um those in scotland will be buzzy really looking forward to this one i mean liverpool are vulnerable they're there for the taking i'd like you to give me your assessment of liverpool mm. uh I think this could be tricky. I mean, the problem is the opponents, Rangers, you don't really know what you're going to get. Uh, They're very, very unpredictable. Uh, What we saw again from Liverpool, as you know, at the weekend is that vulnerability. And we were talking about Spurs with slow starts. I mean, Jurgen Klopp's talked about this quite a bit with Liverpool. And the same things can be said. They're struggling because, look, the Jurgen Klopp teams over the last few years, how they started matches, they won matches often in in 25, 30 minutes. Uh, Kind of what City are doing now with Haaland uh, and what they have been doing for a few years. Um, so, so Liverpool, it's going to be interesting how they start that match. Can they stamp their authority on it? Uh, because that's something they haven't been doing. Uh, great fight back uh, at the weekend to get the draw with Brighton. But it's another slow start again. They're giving themselves, similar to Spurs, uh, plenty to do. Um, so I do think they're vulnerable uh, in this one. And you look at the nature of the group as well, uh, where it's at. That'll put a little bit of pressure on them, although, of course, it's not terminal for them uh, if they were to have another difficult result. But, uh, yeah, I think similar. there are similarities between Liverpool and Spurs right now, Mark, I think, uh, in terms of trying to impose themselves on football matches right from the off. Uh, and I think that's where both teams are struggling. I think from Rangers, Glasgow Rangers' point of view, I think that gives them an opportunity if they can bring their best. But they're a very unpredictable team as well. So... Tricky, tricky to see which way that one's actually going to pan out. Tough one to call. Mm. I, I just want to touch on the Football World Cup. I can't imagine Southgate's too far away from naming his England team. A lot of discussion around whether Trent Alexander-Arnold should be going. On form, you wouldn't pick him. But then on form, you wouldn't pick Harry Maguire. Yet Maguire seems to start. <laughs> and yet Alexander-Arnold left out of the the squad. Uh, and What's the general consensus there? What are some of the other areas of contention? Mm, there are a few. Uh, there's there's a lot there. I mean, a good fight back. I'm actually at Wembley at the moment as it happens. I'm looking out at the uh, at the famous old pitch here. Uh, that England Germany game, strong finish to it, but I think it uh, it alluded to some of the points you're making, Mark. Here, I think Southgate does need to look at changing things. We talked about you know earlier in the chat about James Madison bringing something a bit fresh into the team. I I, I think people are finding it here in England a little bit difficult sometimes to criticise him because you look at Southgate's record in the job semi-finals of the World Cup, finals of Euros, 
So <laughs> it's not like he hasn't achieved at major tournaments. But there's something a little bit, notwithstanding that fight back against Germany uh, the other night, there's something, there just needs to be a bit of freshness uh, set into this team. And the other issue, as you say, is his, uh, you know, all managers are like this, aren't they? They have their favourites, those they want to uh, keep their faith in. But it's getting difficult to justify Harry Maguire in that team. A few of the others as well on their performances, their confidence in general. Um, so there are a number of issues around, as I say, whether you bring Madison in, the changes he made the other night, Jude Bellingham, uh, the midfielder, for instance, do you refresh it there? Do you really bring him in, have him starting football matches uh, as well? My problem, Mark, in all for, for England here, just six weeks out from the tournament, from the World Cup in Qatar, is that I can't shake the feeling with England. They're not good enough defensively, whatever they line up with. I just don't think there's the, uh, the quality in that squad defensively and indeed to draw on from within the Premier League. There's actually a lot of talk about maybe Chris Smalling getting a recall. Of course, he plies his trade uh, in the Italian league in Serie A with Roma as being doing very nicely there under Jose Mourinho. So maybe it needs a bit of that as well. But is Southgate realistically going to make that number of changes that I'm talking about six weeks out from a tournament in terms of his final squad selection? I'm not sure uh, overall. He'll want to stay true to what's been successful. But you can't shake the feeling that he's got to make maybe a few, a couple of wild card picks uh, for that squad. People maybe who haven't been in and around it so much, but are showing good form at what could be the right time heading into the tournament to try and reinvigorate England, because it's just a little bit in general, it's just a little bit stayed a bit pedestrian right now with England. And that's not the sort of uh, mindset that you want to be going into heading into such a big tournament where England going forward, I think most people would say, um, have got a decent chance. You know, they've got some of the most feared attacking players in European and world football. So I don't think that's the problem. I feel they can click uh, with a little bit of invention in there added in. But defensively, I've still got my issues about England in terms of, well, the ultimate goal for every team, which is trying to win the tournament. Guy McRae, we appreciate your time on the programme. You enjoy Wembley. Very, very envious. You're living the dream, big fella. Living the dream. <laughs> Cheers. Speak to you next time, man. Thank you, Guy McRae, football correspondent out of the UK. Lectures in sport these days and is actually giving a lecture today at Wembley.